going to spend three labs on the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, 9 to 13. In the first one, we'll uh, just cover that much of the Lord's Prayer, verses 9 and 10. And then in the second one, we'll do this. And then in the third one, we'll go back and ask how all of these requests relate to each other. So, Father, I pray that in this first session, you would grant us to grasp the height and depth of these first three magnificent petitions so that we can pray them and mean them the way you intended and be an instrument in your sovereign hand to bring them to pass through prayer. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. It is an amazing thing, isn't it, that Jesus would teach us to pray and thus become instruments of moving the Father's sovereign hand to accomplish these stunning things. So let's focus first on our Father in heaven. Jesus says, pray then like this, our Father in heaven. Who is that? Who can, who can pray our Father? Some people would say, well, every, everybody in the world is intended here because God is the creator of all and therefore the Father of all. But that's not the way Jesus thought about the fatherhood of God. We know from John chapter 8, John eight forty-two that Jesus said to the Jewish leaders, if God were your father, you would love me. In other words, you don't love me, and therefore it's evident God is not your father. So the fatherhood of God in the mind of Jesus is established by the relationship we have with Jesus. Jesus came into the world in order to remove the wrath of God as our judge and establish God as our merciful Heavenly Father with no wrath against us whatsoever so that everything that happens to us is discipline from the Father or loving, gracious, tender treatment from the Father. So everything being prayed in this prayer here is coming to us or will come to us in answer to this prayer from the hand of a gracious, loving Father who has established himself as our Father through sending Jesus as the mediator between us and him. So our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. This is an old English word, isn't it? We don't use that word. It comes close to Halloween, <laughs> but... But it it, it meant it meant sanctified. That's exactly what the Greek word is, sanctified, which um, when we use it ordinarily, we mean that God sanctifies us and thus makes us holy or makes us good. But that wouldn't work here, would it? Uh, we're praying that God would make God good or God would make God's name uh, unsullied or or holy. It, it doesn't work to treat God's being sanctified the same way as our being sanctified. So 
probably it should be taken to mean something like regard as holy, not make holy, regard as holy. But that doesn't work either by itself, does it? Because we know from passages in the Gospels like Mark one twenty four, where the demons say to Jesus, we know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. So they regarded Jesus as holy. So that's not what God is telling us to pray for. Pray that we would be like the demons who regard God as holy, who have that kind of reverence for God. No, this word regard here or this word hallow here must go beyond mere regarding to um, honoring, honor, esteem, uh, reverence, value, treasure, and, and the list could go on. Treasure the name of God. Value the name of God, reverence the name of God, esteem the name of God, honor the name of God, love the name of God. That's what he's praying for, that people all over the world, that never, never exclude yourself here. Always when you, when you pray the Lord's Prayer, say, Lord, grant that I, that I would reverence your name and, and esteem your name and love your name and treasure your name above all things. That's what he's praying for first. And then he prays, your kingdom come. Uh, well, isn't God the king already? Doesn't he rule? The, the Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rules over all. Psalm 103. Well, yes, his kingdom has been established. So how can it come? Well, there is a sense in which God's kingdom has not yet come. And what that is, I think, becomes clear if you just keep reading and let this shed light. Thy will be done. Your will be done. And we can ask the same question. Well, isn't his will done? Isn't, isn't God's sovereign will always done? And the answer is yes. God's sovereign will is always done. Even, even Satan, when he wants to beat up on Job, remember, um, Satan must get permission get permission to do that. And same thing with uh, uh, the denial of, of Peter, of Jesus in Luke twenty-two thirty-two, Satan comes to God and, and uh, asks permission if he could test Peter. And so when God says yes to those requests, Satan is doing God's permissive will. That's not what he's praying for here because that's always done by everybody on the earth. Everybody does God's sovereign will. What is he praying for then? As it is done in heaven. How do the angels do the will of God? Bless the Lord, all you, his host, you mighty angels who, who do his will, working the voice of his will. They, they do the will of God's command. God's will has a sovereign dimension to it, and it's always accomplished, and God's will has a will of command. And when he commands us to do something, the angels always do it, and they do it joyfully. So what this is praying for is that the kingdom of God 
would come upon the earth in such a way that every human being on the planet would be exactly like the angels in everything that they are told to do by God. They would do it with perfection and joy, which means that this is a prayer for Christ to come. Oh, come, Lord, establish that kingdom where all evil is banished out of the world, and the only thing left is fully sanctified people who do your will. So, Father, grant in your great mercy to us that we would esteem and reverence and value and treasure and love your name above all things, and that the whole world would be like that and your kingdom would finally come and everyone left on the planet that hasn't been cast into outer darkness would do your will perfectly. And on the way there, O God, grant that I would have what I need of my daily bread, that I would have what I need of forgiveness, and that I would have what I need of guidance and of protection so that I can be about these great purposes.